on this episode, I wanted to talk about this show that I watched the other day. It's called uh, Special Operations, The World's Toughest Test or something like that. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, you know me, I was always fascinated with the military and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is a good show. And it's basically about, I think it was 16 celebrities or more like, you know, has-been celebrities that want to test themselves um, doing, quote-unquote, special operations uh, training. And there was this particular training that made me laugh. Like, one of the one of the obstacles they had to do was there was a dude in a uh, padded suit. It was, it was, they were, he was in a padded suit, and the celebrities had to come in around the corner and basically attack the dude in the padded suit, show that they had aggression. And then when the guy says stop, they had to stop and you know relax to show that they have control of their emotion. Which, to me, I think it was a dumbass test. But anyway, one of the celebrities, she was like a former um, skier, uh, Olympic skier. Dude, she was crying. She was crying. She's like, I don't want to hit anybody. I don't want to get hit. I, I don't want to do this. Right? Like, crying. And it's like, it's, you know, it just made me think about how fragile some people are. Yeah. Like, she, uh, she... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go uh, ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, it's crazy, you know, what was uh, up up until the 60s, 70s, the human, the human race was uh, super violent, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're, we're, it was normal to attack people constantly. It was normal to fight. Uh, I mean, even now, there's shootouts all the time. It's crazy that people truly believe, you know, we're supposed to be harmless. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I want to say. Yeah. I don't think that we should. My point is, like, it's crazy how she couldn't get herself in the mindset to do a fake test with somebody who's padded up and willing to, to get beat up and she's you know she's a small person so she wasn't gonna be able to hurt this person but she just couldn't get her you know she did it she eventually did it but she was crying the whole time but it's like what's gonna happen if you're walking down the street with your kid and somebody snatches your kid you're gonna I don't want to do this and you know what I mean like you can't yeah. you can't get yourself into that mindset of of um defending yourself defending your loved ones like it's crazy. Like, I just don't get it. Yeah, no. It, 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 there's, there's a ton of people out there that think, you know, violence isn't even the answer for that. Isn't the answer for trying to get your kid away from some Dude, really? creep. Like, I don't think there's any other answer. Yeah. That, violence. You know, I enjoy the, the modern times of civility. Right, but at the same time, there are times and places where violence is necessary, because yeah. no matter you know, as 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 cush as we have it, there are still bad people out there. You know what I mean? That's that's gonna wanna rob you, rape you, kill you, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, so you have to be able to rise up to that same level of violence for your own sake. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. 
if not you, then then you you know whoever's with you, your loved ones and whatnot. And I, I get it. Not everybody has that, and not everybody's gonna have that. Um, but man, at least try. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's a basic survival instinct. It should be. It's, I mean, that's what I learned in school. It should be you like fight or flight. Yeah, that's the thing though. That's that's what people don't talk about is this fight, flight, and freeze. People, yeah. most people freeze. There's been moments where I've frozen. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm not I'm not immune to this, but I realize it and I'm I work on it to try to not to freeze try to put myself um, in action, you know what I mean? Um, but let's let's get less serious on this one. Um, back, back to the show. There was a guy, oh man, I forget his name. His name is Ty, uh, Tyler, I think, and he's like a celebrity chef, right? And this fool was trying to make parallels between the chefing world and special operations. <laughs> he said... He said that, you know, as chefs, we have a mission. Our mission is to to uh, create good food and to serve people and special operations. Their mission is to, you know, kill the bad guys or whatever. So I really do feel a kinship with them. And I was like, what? What the fuck are you talking about, dude? You're, you're nowhere near a fucking special operator, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he uses a knife, dude. He's basically uh, he's ba- he's Jason Bourne, huh? Yep. <laughs> no, but the, <laughs> out, they did a test, right? They like they had to jump out or like fall out of a helicopter into the water, and he did a pretty good uh-huh. job. And he gets out the water, and then the the instructor, he was like a for- he's a former Navy SEAL, tells him you passed, good job. And then he goes he 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 like goes to like um fist bump him, you know. And then the, the Navy still looks at him and goes, what, I'm your friend now? <laughs> He's like, what, I'm your friend now? And the guy goes, uh, uh, no, no, sir. And then uh, he goes, he goes, uh, get down and bear crawl around and get back to your spot. I'm not your fucking friend. <laughs> that shit was hella funny, right? And then uh, fast forward to the next episode. They had a challenge of, they, they had to get on this like rope looking thing it was like a a rope at your feet and there was a rope at your hands that you can hold on to um and then you're you're strapped into the rope and you have to like slide across it and it's across like a canyon you know what i mean was it like a zip line kind of kind of yeah you have to you walk across it though you don't like you don't zip across it oh okay and uh you know people are doing the challenge and stuff and he's like oh man i, I I'm scared. I'm scared. I don't want to do this. And and then uh, it was it got up to him, and then he uh, he went. I think it was the same Navy SEAL instructor, but they have armbands with their number on it. And if you take the armband off and hand it to him, that means you quit. Quit. Yeah. So he's like, "All right, your turn, number twelve or whatever his number was." And he was like, "Ah, well, so today's my birthday, <laughs> right?" I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> what what is he going with this?" Today's my birthday, and, you know, I promised my wife I wasn't going to get hurt, so uh, I think I'm going to quit. Like, what the fuck? Just say you quit, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah not, nothing you say is going to change the fact that you're quitting. Yeah. No, no one's going to be like, oh, you, you didn't wimp out. You, it's your birthday. 
right? And then it was way more likely for him to get hurt on the helicopter than this uh-huh. than this challenge. Yeah, because he's hoisted, right? He has a yeah. If he's, or he's not hoisted, but he can only fall a foot or two. Right, he's harnessed in. Yeah. Um, and then and then prior to that, they 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 made them rank themselves. Like, all right, get in line. Where do you think you're the strongest? You know, strongest to weakest. And he was like. He put himself at number three in that line, in that lineup, uh-huh. and uh, uh, in the car ride to the challenge, he was talking to somebody. He's like, "Yeah, I put myself at number three because you know I'm strong as fuck." <laughs> Next thing you know, this fucker quits. Was he the first one to quit? He, I think he was the first one to voluntarily quit. I yeah. think I don't remember. Somebody somebody got hurt on that diving challenge. She hurt her neck. Um, oh shit! Cause she <laughs> so the challenge was, you stand straight up, you cross your arms across your chest, and you basically fall backwards and you you pencil in, but with your head first. You know okay. what I mean? But if you yeah. panic, if you panic, if you whatever, you're you're gonna you're gonna starfish in, you know. And she panicked yeah. and she just folded up like a lawn chair. And oh, just basically shit. hit the back of her neck on the water. Just hit the back of her neck hard as shit in the water. And the um, the instructor, he was like a, a SAS, which is like British Special Forces. Yeah. And he was like, you buffoon. You fucking idiot. <laughs> this shit's funny. I don't know. The, the damn British accent is like, they can talk all kinds of shit, but you wouldn't even be mad about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> You muppet! Shit's funny. But how uh, how far up were the helicopters? It was, I want to say, fifteen feet above the water. Oh, that's a good level dive. Yeah, about twelve, fifteen feet above the water. It's scary for sure. I probably would have fucked myself up too, you know. But like, oh yeah, I I, I know myself. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna pretend that I'm some badass and then quit the next day <laughs> you know i'm gonna quit yeah. i'm gonna quit right now <laughs> yeah um what was that fucking what is that rock at rainbow pools it was probably about 15 20 feet oh that thing was right. high i would say 20 than, than 20 feet i would say 20 at least uh, well i mean i i didn't dive backwards head first but I went feet first, and I tried to pencil, and I fucked that up somehow. And <laughs> that water smacked my ass cheeks so hard. I don't know if you remember that. I was crying about it for like an hour afterwards. <laughs> and that's so, why yeah, I definitely would have snapped my fucking neck up. Yeah. Too. And that's why I didn't Probably do it. Paralyzed my bitch ass. Yeah. If I, if I dove off backwards, all that weight. <laughs> Bro, that shit. I would not do like any any diving into the water, any jumping. Like, no, nah, I'm good. That shit. Yeah, hurts. I don't. I'll do it out of the helicopter. I, into, I'll like some clear water where I could see the bottom and like we know it's deep. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not diving into no rivers, lakes, or nothing anymore. Um. Did you ever go swimming with us at the base of the bridge on Ninth Street? I feel like I have. 
anyways, I don't want to give out too much personal information, but one of my buddies' cousins went to the same spot we went to, mm-hmm. and my buddy is with them and everything. He dove off the same spot we all dove off of, mm-hmm. and uh, hit his head on like a railroad tie, and uh, he's paralyzed oh, now. Oh fuck! Yeah, and then uh, I went to truck driving school with a guy that jumped off those train tracks at McHenry Wreck. Mm-hmm. You know the, the ones we all seen people jump off of. Yeah. Well, his I guess his leg hit the water at a weird angle and it broke his shin. Oh man. And uh, they drug him out, and it, it the bone went through the skin. Ugh. And uh, it never healed back up, so he got his leg amputated. At the oh end. shit, that's crazy. Yep. See that's so, uh, that, yeah. I don't fuck with yeah, shit like that anymore. No, I mean even back then. What's the craziest well, shit I ever did? Like jumping off jumped anything. Jumped off that top ledge at McKinley Wreck. The top cliff. Remember? That shit wasn't that high. It wasn't that high, but one day it was kind of high. The water was kind of low. Uh-huh. I jumped off that bitch, and both of my legs hit the bottom. Fucking <laughs> exactly. Jammed my, my back. Yep, I'm over it. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Like, For me to do something like that, it has to be... A guaranteed, like you said, I can see the bottom. You know, last summer, I was at Tahoe, right? That, uh-huh. that shit's clear as hell. And we jumped off of some, you know, probably 10-foot rock thingies or whatever. But the water was clear. I can see the bottom. There was nothing obstructing the way, you know. I had a life jacket on. Like, I made sure it was a calculated risk. But but anyway, things fucking can happen regardless. Yeah. So what else happened on this show? Uh. They what was another challenge that they did? That was all the 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 funny shit, honestly. Um. Oh, one dude. You know. You know, Doctor Drew. You remember Doctor Drew? I. Yeah. Watched it. I don't really remember well, shit, but he, I know the name. He was on the show. He's like a psychologist or whatever, and he he didn't even make it to the first challenge. He got heat stroke or heat exhaustion and had to get hospitalized. Oh shit! Because <laughs> it was hot, I guess. They're, I don't know where they were at, but it was hot, and they're supposed to drink water. They're like they made sure, like, hey, it's gonna be hot. Drink water, and I guess he didn't. So he got a heat exhaustion, and he and then. The instructors came out and was like, "All right, since y'all don't want to drink water, dump your water out, and we're gonna go um, do this run or this exercise or whatever." And they made them do this exercise. I'm like, "Dang, that's crazy." Yeah, I want. You know, I know I won't make it, but I want to go. I want to get in better shape, and I want to fucking get offered to go do some shit like that. Yeah, it, it'll be fun to, to challenge yourself. Yeah. Uh, I know back in the man, I should have joined the army when we we all went down there. But back in the day, man, I was disciplined and I, I loved doing shit that was difficult. Yeah. Um, now I'm like, no, I'm uncomfortable. I'm gonna, 
it, it's 70 degrees, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> right. Like, That's crazy. When I used, when I think back to when we were, you know, in our early 20s or teenage years in our early 20s, I'm yeah. like, dude, who, where did that, what happened to that guy? That motherfucker's dead. That motherfucker used to, you know, run everywhere, work out for two hours a day, eat, you know, clean. For no reason. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> For day. no fucking reason, you know, just cause. Like yeah. he's not now. It's like, uh, I gotta well, have a reason. I, I remember our mindset. We were like, they're fucking anyone that can't do this shit's pussy. <laughs> that's that's kind of the mindset. Even though we're a pussy on every other aspect of life, uh, <laughs> we were disciplined, bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> it's it's. In my opinion, we live one life, and we need to push our bodies to, you know what I mean, to their capabilities. Yeah. You know, does that mean you're going to be a triathlete or an Olympic athlete or whatever? No, but you should be able to freaking do a pull-up, you know? <laughs> do a pull-up yeah. or, 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 you know, pull yourself into a boat. Or something shit. So you know what I mean? Like you gotta have some type of um basic strength and and agility qualities. Yeah, I'm working on the opposite end now. I'm seeing how out of shape my body can get. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta catch it now, bro, because it gets it's gonna get harder and harder as oh, we get yeah. older. Oh yeah, I've I've gone through phase than that. Each time the phase gets longer and the gym motivation gets more and more absent. Yeah. So, I feel it. But, uh, you know, go ahead. But it's just, it's hard, but that's why not everyone does it. Yeah. Jocko Willink, he says, discipline equals freedom. Right when you have this, yep. when you have discipline, it means you can have the freedom to do the shit that you want to do. It becomes, it's you know when you think about it, a thirty minute run is only thirty minutes. You know what I mean? You watch a fucking yep. episode of this stupid ass show I was talking about for like an hour. You could have ran. Yep. You could have ran six miles. Yeah. You know. Yeah, fucking right. Six miles in thirty minutes. In thirty minutes. Or an hour. In an hour. Yeah, I in, in an hour. I ain't even running six miles in an hour. Currently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll walk it. I can walk six miles in an hour. No. What is that? I'm not not that walk six minutes? miles. My bad. I'm just saying That's I'll walk. Ten minute mile pace. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying I'll walk for an hour. Oh, okay. I fucked yeah. up the you know I fucked up the math on that one. My dad's motherfucker walks hell fast now. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you, I was running. Uh, I was running 14, 14 miles like every week when I was training for my last fight. Yeah, you told me. I was Fuck like, that. I was like, oh, let me see, let me see about how far I can go. Okay, oh, mile seven, okay, mile eight, all right. Next thing you know, twelve. Oh shit, you know. But I had to. Yeah. Uh, at a stop for to come back for work. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, working and 
having kids, man. That yeah. shit makes it a lot more difficult. For sure. For sure. Um, what was I going to say? You were running 12 miles a day? Yeah, in one in, session. In one go? Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking good, man. I think, I think the most I ever ran in one go was like six miles. Hmm. That's legit. Or what? Or what we run that day at the park with uh, our trainer at the time. It was just it was just us three. I think you were getting ready for a fight, and uh, we met at Mark Twain Park. It might have been like four miles, three miles. It, I think it was at least four. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, it's hard to tell for sure anyways, but we ran enough that we could get pretty close at the time, guessing. Mm-hmm. But um, I, think, I think that was probably the most I ever ran at once. So maybe it was four miles. Mm-hmm. But my neck was clicking the whole time. I remember that. Because <laughs> I, I had gotten a car accident the day before or something. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and my neck still kind of clicks. So I don't know. It was it was the softest fucking wreck imaginable, but my neck somehow fucking got screwed up. Your neck is weird. <laughs> this noodle neck on a looking like a lollipop and shit. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> nah, but like yeah, oh, yeah. Neck is fragile, man. Especially when you get hit unexpectedly. Yep. It was weird. It was just like, boop, like someone literally rocked the car. We were in a van when we stopped. It was right there at Paradise and Sutter, right mm. at that Jack in the Box and stuff. Yeah. We stopped at the light and someone just rear-ended us. It was like, what the hell? Did we just get hit? But then my neck got a kink in it. And then ever since that day, it's been weird. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know uh, David Goggins? So one time, there's a trail behind our, our house, right? So one time, my wife and I were, were running on the trail. And if, if you go the whole big loop, it's a three-mile loop. Okay. So we were like, all right, let's, let's just run this one big loop. And then, uh, like, towards the end of the loop, I started talking about David Goggins to my wife. She didn't know who he was. I was like, yeah, he's he was hella fat. He became a Navy SEAL. And he's telling, he was saying that, you know, once you hit your... your End limit that's really just your forty percent mark, and she was like, "All right, let's keep going." <laughs> so then we ended, we ended up running six miles that day, and that was like the first time we ran, like ever together. You know what I mean? Like, we were straight off the couch and running. So it's like, it's true. You know, your body is capable of more than you think. You know, when it comes to yeah. endurance, you know. Yeah, it's your mind stopping you. It's your mind for sure. Now, of course, there are certain things that your mind can't get past. You know. Yeah. If if you're at your if you're if you're trying to go deadlift a thousand pounds, I don't care how much you believe in yourself, you're not gonna get that weight up unless you you know what I mean. Unless you're strong enough. But like. Yeah. But no, just just to keep putting effort. Your mind is the only thing stopping you. Your body will allow you to do countless things you know it's just you considering anything else but doing it you know? yeah 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 like if you 
if you get up to that bar, thousand pound bar, and let's you're not strong enough to lift it, but if you have the mindset to say I'm gonna put a hundred percent effort into this bar, that's gonna separate you from the next guy who's like, eh, I know I'm not gonna lift it, so I'm not even gonna try. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it goes back to your mindset of are you willing to go through it? Are you willing to, you know, do the 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 the, the fun or not the God damn, I'm struggling. God, I don't have the mindset to talk right now. <laughs> I'm gonna give up. You know, you gotta keep trying, dog. <laughs> do you have the mindset to do the hard shit? There it is. Yeah. Do you have the mindset yeah. to do the hard shit? Yeah. Hey, if if anyone listens to this and don't know who David Goggins is, you need to watch that man's videos. That. That motherfucker motivates the shit out of me while I'm sitting here eating pizza, watching him. <laughs> I, I just want to get up and go fucking run. But I don't. But, uh, I, well, I can't. I got a bunch of excuses. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real, man, he's a badass. Yeah. And like I said, man, it's like, it's not about, not everybody's a David Goggins, but you can do something. You can move, you can walk, you can lift some dumbbells, you can do some push-ups. You know, just a basic level of fitness. Yeah, I think he's saying everyone could be a David Goggins. Of course, there's yeah, I know that. Uh, yeah. restraints in your life. You know, you have work, you have kids, you don't have sitters, whatever. Uh, financial issues. But when you have the chance, you can take full advantage of it. Just put all your effort, spend all that free time you have, and uh, beat yourself down in a good way to where you're you're reteaching your brain to put in effort. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, it's funny. Uh, I think uh, Andrew Tate he said. You know, most people are mentally weak. Um, back to the, your body will allow you to do it. He's like, I challenge anybody watching this to do 500 push-ups. And it's like, three, there's going to be three different types of people. The people that say, fuck that. The people that, oh, okay, I'll do it. And then maybe does half and gives up. And then the people that actually do it. Um and uh, it's true, you know, like you could easily do 500 push-ups in a day in 24 hours. You can easily do it. You could do it at home. You could do it anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Just chip away at it. You don't got to do it all at once. Um, and so I did it with my kids. And I knew I wasn't going to do it because I'm just lazy and I didn't care enough. <laughs> um, but I did about 100 in, I don't know, half hour or something. And my kids did 500 in an hour, just, <laughs> Damn. Because, just because they they thought it was a fun challenge, you know. Yeah, because their their mindset is not there yet. They haven't hit the the mental threshold of like this shit sucks. They're just like, oh yeah, this is fun, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a little bit of what we had going on too when we were younger. Yeah. Yeah, I miss those days. Yeah. I was fucking sore, too. I was mad at myself. <laughs> Not that I didn't finish, but that I was that sore after doing 
a hundred push-ups in a half hour or whatever. Yeah, if you're not if you're not used to it, you know your body gets sore. Um, when I when I went to when I was trying to get into law enforcement, the first thing they have you do is is a physical test. Uh, and it's like, for men and women, it's different. It's a I forget. I want to say like it's forty push-ups in two minutes, twenty sit-ups in two minutes. Um, you have to run. You have to run uh, like a, a lap and a half in in uh, under, oh, man, I don't remember, five minutes or something like that. Um, and then you have to drag a 160-pound a, uh, dummy like 10 yards in under 30 seconds. Oh, and you, ha- and you have to climb a fence. You have to climb a six-foot fence. A wooden one, a solid wooden one, and a, a a chain link fence, right? Bro, over half of the people fail. Over half. Yeah, I, Go ahead. I fail that shit right now. <laughs> no, but the thing is, here's the sad part. They send you an email. Hey, thank you for applying to such and such agency. Here's our physical battery test. Show up at this time at this location. They give you a month notice in advance. Right, motherfuckers still show up. Can't do two push-ups. You fail. Like they're not. Holy fuck, dude! They they showing up like, like this is like a regular ass nine to five. Like no, dude, you're you're trying to be a police officer. You might have to fight people. You might have to chase people, and you're showing up, fucking no muscle mass, no endurance, thinking you can you can fucking bullshit your way through this. And some people can. Barely make it, but most people, they can't even do twenty push-ups. They can't even. They can't even get off. They can't even complete a sit-up. The parameters are, your your, you know, somebody's holding your your knees. Your arms are across your chest, and you sit up and put your uh, uh, uh elbows on your knees, and it counts as one. Okay. Some people can't even do that to get one counted sit-up. It's crazy. And, you know, it's pretty. It's also crazy thing about like how I would struggle with that right now. It's sad. Um, but uh, remember when we were training, and I don't know if it was the end or the beginning of our training. I think it was the beginning of our training. We'd run like two miles, mm-hmm. and then we'd come back and do like, it depended on the day, but you know, fifty to a hundred push-ups, sit-ups. Bicycle kicks, flutter kicks, and, and we do that shit hella fast. Like we do all the push-ups and all the sit-ups in less than two minutes. I think. Do you yeah. remember? Yeah, I remember. We were training in the front. Yep. Yep. Young, dumb, and full of cum, right? Nah, that shit was empty every day, every <laughs> night. <laughs> Yeah, it's you know we can talk about our glory days all day, but we gotta we gotta um make today now our glory days, you know. True that. Yep. It's still it's still doable. Yep, still doable. I'm not, I'm not that old or that fucked up yet. 
it's it's all about maintaining it, you know. Yeah. And it gets it gets again when when I went on a freaking ride along, right? I'm not gonna say uh-huh. what, what city I was in. I don't want to blast him, but I went on a ride along, and there's a cop. He must have been three fifty. Five ten, right? Oh fuck! Yeah, he was fucking big, and he was smoking a cigarette before getting in his fucking patrol car. And he was working nights, so that's when all the bad shit happens, right? Yeah. I'm like, dude, like, what is going in your head? You're in a literally, you're in a profession where your physicality can save your life or someone else's life. And you let yourself go to that point. Like, you have no discipline. Like, if you... I, I'm gone. If you try to arrest me, I'm taking off. You're not going to catch me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or I can I can take your gun. You're not going to stop yeah. You're not going to stop me. You know? Is that who you did the ride along with? No, I, I did a ride along with somebody else. With a capable person. Oh. Thank goodness. Oh, okay. But this guy was kind of a weirdo, too. He was very, very, um, very arrogant. It was funny. You know, this is kind of a, kind of a, I guess, dive into the male ego. But when I was first, when I was talking to, introduce myself to him, he was very, like, nonchalant. Just kind of like, okay, yeah, we'll do it right along. We're doing this, right? And and then he's like, oh, tell me a little something about yourself. And at the time, I was still competing and training all the time. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I my biggest hobby is I do Muay Thai and I compete and stuff. And right when I told him that, he like perked up, pushed his chest out. Oh, this one time I fought this one guy. Um, I arrested this other guy. Oh, here's this video of me fighting some some guy in the club. And you know, like he like really perked up and started to, to to, um, show off a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I thought it was really funny. That happens all the time when I tell people. It happens all the time. Oh, you know, I used yeah. to want to be a fighter. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, and it, it's like, it's not like, they're trying to impress you, I think, mm-hmm. but they're embarrassing themselves. Like, yeah. most of the people that have videos of them fighting is just head down, arm swinging everywhere, <laughs> dude. Yeah. It's just crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's not even trying to impress me. They're trying to impress themselves. It's 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 ego driven. Yeah, know? they're like, I'm capable too. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and I do it too. You know what I mean? I'm not like I said. I'm not immune to it. I'll see somebody who yeah. can, who can jump. You know, jump high, run fast, and all that. Oh yeah, I can beat them in a race. Or, you know, something stupid like that. Yeah, like, I can do that. But I used to do that all the time when I was. In shape, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, oh, I, I think I can outrun that person. Seeing someone running or jogging or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's it's uh, I used to work with um, with uh, utility guys, and uh-huh. dude, they let themselves go so much. Yeah. They they. They can't even tie their shoes without sitting down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And here's a challenge for everybody, all seven of our listeners. I think we up to seven now. Hopefully. Oh shit. 
<laughs> but uh, uh what color is your Bugatti gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> Bugatti. You gotta say it like yeah. that. Bugatti. What color is your bug gonna be? Uh blue. But uh anyway, here's the here's the test to see if you're you're in relatively good shape is stand on one foot, barefoot, right, and then put a sock on the other foot as you're balancing on one foot, put the shoe on that, tie your shoe as you're balancing, and then switch feet and do the same thing on the other side. See if you can do that without putting your feet down. Like you should be able to, that's a very simple, basic thing that you should be able to do as a human is put your damn shoes on without feeling, falling over and looking crazy. I'm struggling with that for sure. <laughs> hey, that's you know, and that's something you gotta work on. That's something you gotta be like, okay, let me do what I gotta do to get to a basis of making this easy. Like we, yeah. We did a test. I, I, I think I could do it on the third attempt. <laughs> yeah. It's not easy for I me just, either. Huh? I said it's not easy for me either. Yeah, I don't I don't try to do it balancing. I just try to do it as fast as possible because I'm usually running late. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the point, yeah, the point of that test is to make sure you still have the flexibility and stability to do shit. Yeah. It's not about strength. A lot of people think, oh, being in shape means I'm strong. Not, yes, but mostly it's stability. It's not really about being able to move the max amount of weight. It's being able to control your weight. You know what I mean? Yeah. And most people can't. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the worst part about it for me is like <clears throat> that's what makes me feel like, well, that's what makes me out of shape is I have a hard time. Like I I, I can't even do one pull up right now. You know? Mm. I could do some push ups but uh not many. I might hit fifteen and one one go and then 10 the next and then 6 the next you know yeah you know, I need I need to fix that bad yeah it's about to me it's about functionality like you know of course you want to be you want to look good and feel good and stuff but the most important part is being functional can you if shit pops off can you break off in a sprint to get to your car without cramping without pulling your hamstring you know <laughs> If if you fall in, can you pull yourself up? Yeah. I always I always think about too, like when I think about needing to be in better shape. I'm like, dude, what if, what if I'm walking across a bridge or a fucking I take my kids to go to a fucking Grand Canyon, and I'm on the edge of something and I need to pull myself up. I'm fucked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could probably use my feet, but say I can't, or it's not helping. I can't fucking do a muscle up. You know, mm-hmm. my grip strength is not good enough to hold my fucking weight for very long. So, but that's that's the biggest thing I think. That's like, yeah, I want to at least be able to do a muscle up. Which is in really good shape, I think, compared to most people. Yeah, I don't think I can do a muscle up right now. 
Yeah, I feel like most people can't. I don't think I ever could, but I want to be able to. Yeah. And that's going to be my goal. Mm, nice. Until, like, 50. Until... And if I can't do a muscle up at 50, then fuck it. I'm old. <laughs> nah, fuck that. You got to keep going. Bro, I seen a, I seen a guy. He's got to be on something, but... He was like 79 years old and fucking ripped. Damn. Dude, I was going to send it to you, but I forgot. Um, shit's crazy. Yeah, dude, it's possible. This is this is old lady. She, I think she started working out at 70. Right? She was overweight. 70 years old. Overweight and stuff. And then she started working out. And then at 74, bro, she was jacked. Skinny. She looked 10 years younger. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's wild. It's it's possible, man. It's possible. Like, don't put the limitations on. Like, in my in my line of work, I deal with a lot of middle aged to older people who are working in in um like physically demanding jobs, and their number one excuse is I'm old, I'm fat, or they tell me must be nice to be skinny, you know, and it frustrates the shit out of me because I'm like, yes, it fucking is nice to be skinny, but guess what? I work at it. I didn't let my I didn't let myself go to get to your point. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like it's an it's an excuse. Like, there's, you know, must be nice to be strong. I'm not that strong. You know what I mean? Bigger people tend to be stronger, but it's you work at that to get that to your level. That must be nice sentence. It's just an excuse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like anything and everything physically, like working out wise. You can make it work for your own body type. It's just you, 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 you let it go. You know the same ten, fifteen years that you did nothing to make you get that big old bare belly, you know, spare tire around your stomach. Um, you got to do the same shit to go the opposite way. You know. Yeah. You, you know, but you got to be active for the amount of time that you did nothing. You know? Yeah. All the all the time I spent sitting around, I gotta be actively um, considering my caloric and macro intake, meaning like not a bunch of fucking sugar, mm-hmm. eat eat food for fuel, not for taste. Uh, don't snack because I'm bored because I do that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't eat to be full. Yeah. Just eat for fuel. You know. And then physically doing something too, mm-hmm. you know, I, I make this excuse all the time. Oh, it's cold outside and I have the kids. I can bundle them up and I can go do something and anyone else can too. Even if it's just walking or playing outside, playing, you know, I, I've been playing basketball with them and stuff mm-hmm. uh, when it's not raining, but uh, yeah, you know, it's, you got to actively be doing something. It's just not natural. You know, yeah. you can't just sit there and, and think, oh, my metabolism is going to take care of it for me. No, it slows down your metabolism. Like, my metabol- metabolism is way slower than it used to be. You know, and that's the natural order of things. So, as you get older, you know, we've all experienced this. When we're 20 years old, we can eat Twinkies and Ho-Ho's and drink 
monsters and not gain a pound. You know what I mean? And in our 30s, we look at a Timothy and we gain two pounds. You know? It's because our metabolism is slowing down. But you still have the same eating habits of when you're 20. You know what I mean? So, But then yeah. that's that's when the pounds start creeping in. And you're not doing as much as you used to do when you were 20. So weight gain, weight loss is all about calories in versus calories out. You know? Simple, but it's not easy. Yeah, for sure. It's... Uh... You got to be involved is the, the hardest thing. <laughs> yeah. And when you when you think about it, it's not that fucking hard. Nope. Like I used to, when I was um, in my last fight, I had to weigh, I had to weigh 125 pounds consistently. So usually I cut about 14 pounds of water weight, weigh 125, rehydrate back up, you know, no big deal. Um, but in, in this tournament, you have to weigh in every single day. So it's not possible for you to cut 14 pounds every single day. So I was trying to get down as, as close to possible to 125. And I was like, maybe I started out at maybe 138 or so. so I was trying to get to 130. So I was just burning calories and eating less, eating less, like counting, counting calories and everything. But I was still eating like, I was still eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I was still eating Snickers. I was still eating kind of high caloric foods, but I just burned more calories. I, I just did the math. Like, okay, if I run, for example, I've run three miles, that's about 300 calories. So, all right, so if I need to eat this, if I want to eat this Snickers, which is about 200-something calories, I'm going to run 300. I mean, I'm going to run three miles. You know what I mean? So yeah. you can still kind of eat what you want to eat. You just have to put in the work to – to uh, uh be able to enjoy it. And if you don't want to put in the work, then just don't eat it. You know what I mean? Yep. But you still got to do something. Yo, for sure. Just, for sure. You know, you're going to, you're not going to get muscle mass. You're not, you're, you're going to get, uh, you're going to get all tight. And like me, I drive a lot. I drive for work. Or I, I mostly drove for work for the last, I don't know seven, eight years, and uh, I drive a lot outside of work, and uh, I sit in the same position all the time, so like my left shoulder is kind of jacked up because of it, it's tight and doesn't feel right, and then I feel like my hips are disaligned, Mm. um, just from sitting in a bad position nonstop, you know, or consistently. Yeah. So you, you you gotta be doing stuff. You gotta you gotta um, balance out your muscles. You gotta work the ones you're not normally working to. You know. Yep. Point is, uh, be active. Whatever that is for you, be active. It's good for you. Um. What's I gonna say? I was going to change it up a little bit because we're getting all serious again. <laughs> Get your fat asses in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I work today. Put you on that Wow. How's it over there right now? Is it fucking raining or is it sunny? Um, It was raining yesterday, I think. Last night. It's... Uh-huh. 
it's cleared up now. Yeah, dude, it, it snowed. I think I looked outside at like 7 a.m. It snowed from 7 a.m. till last I checked, 9 p.m. yesterday. Yeah. You know, I don't think it ever stopped. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Have you? It's, it's, I think this is the wettest this part of Nevada has been in like 30 years or something. Damn. Yeah. Good trip. But go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, have you been to, have you ever been to Colorado? Mm, no, I've been right to the border of Colorado. Oh, I was going to say the weather out there is a trip. I went out there March of last year, I think it was. And um, it was snow. It would snow for like an hour, get sunny for an hour and a half, start snowing again, get sunny. It was just, it was weird as shit. Like it just, you feel like a snowstorm's coming in. Next thing you know, it's fucking eighty degrees. It was a, it was, yeah, a, it was um, a trip out there. Nevada's kind of like that. Um, this winter has been different though because. That big storm on the Pacific, I think. Uh, but yeah, normally, like, um, the craziest one for me is it was July, not last year, but the year before. And uh, I was at the lake. It had been in the hundreds all week. This day, it was 99 degrees all day. Five o'clock, it starts to get windy. And then, boom, a fucking thunderstorm comes in. My, my tent, my canopy's flying down the damn dirt road. There's lightning striking the water. And uh, that that went on for like 20, 30 minutes, and then it was sunny and warm again. Dude, that's... What the fuck? Some people will say that's a man-made um, storm. <laughs> Man. <laughs> that's a damn... Uh, I, I know that, uh, you know, burning exhaust from jets creates water vapors and does create some type of clouds that have moisture. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't think they're creating weather systems like that. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, it's possible. There are places where they'll do cloud seeding and stuff. Uh-huh. Where... They, I don't even fucking know how it works, but they get in the airplane and kind of moisturize a cloud to encourage it to start raining somehow, some way, um, in like areas like Abu, uh, Abu Dhabi, where it doesn't rain yeah. too much. They'll do shit like that. So it's possible, but I don't think it's like the whole conspiracy that people, you know, are believing in. Yeah, they're not controlling the fucking atmosphere. Yeah. I don't think, but hey, uh, they've been right about a lot of things. True, true. So, who knows? So, so we've referenced Andrew Tate a few times in, in the podcast. What do you think about his freaking arrest? Um, well, the only thing I have to say about it is the little bit that I've heard, um, supposedly for sex trafficking. And, uh, they, uh, see, I sent it to you, but I forgot exactly how it went. 
they were saying he manipulated the girls. Yeah. Um, into doing the videos or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's sex trafficking, which I don't, I don't think it's sex trafficking. I don't know if that's legally sex trafficking. I know it's manipulation and it's, it's wrong. Um, yeah. It's fucked up, but at the end of the day, you're your own person. You make your decision unless someone points a gun to your head, you know? Um, yeah. And then, uh, I guess there was, there was, uh, voice, voice recordings of, or recordings of voice messages he left some girl and he said, oh, I love raping you. What the fuck? Or something like that. Yeah. Um, well, it was, uh, the more you hated it, the more I enjoyed it or something. Mm. He was saying something like that. And if that's real and that situation's real, that's fucked up. And, uh, I won't be a fan of that guy any longer, you know? I I think he says a lot of good things. He, he points out a lot of stuff that people don't want to hear, but it's true. Um. But when it comes to shit like that, it, it cancels all your your right things, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. So I hope I hope it's not true, because I don't want that to happen to anybody. And you know, I'd hate to see someone that had such an influence in a lot of good ways. I think um, go down for something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but you know, like like we talked about before, if he, if he, if he's guilty, if he is, um, did all that shit, which is not looking good for him, then he has to be held accountable for that. At the very least, in my opinion, at the very least, he manipulated a few girls, and he evaded taxes. <laughs> so they're definitely gonna get him on something. Yeah, they're gonna get him on something for sure. But I mean. It's a um, crazy. You... Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll, I'll let you finish. No, I'm done. Go ahead. Oh, did you hear the where they were? Uh, I guess someone released some type of press or something in Romania um, a couple months ago. I think I, I'm not 100% sure on the facts, but um, it said something along the lines. We're predicting Andrew Tate gets arrested because the Romanian government is facing huge backlash from U.S. government and uh, uh, media, mm. and um, they ah fucking I need to look at the video again, <laughs> but uh, they they highlighted a few things. And it kind of correlated with what happened. So basically, um, they kind of predicted that he was going to get arrested as a patsy for something else? Kind of, yeah. Like, even if he's not guilty, they're going to hold him in jail for a little while. Yeah. Because of this reason, whatever it was. And it, it lined up super good. I don't know if it's bullshit, but the, the article that they highlighted things out of uh, and talked about seemed legit. So that was kind of crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. All, Go ahead. All these fucking conspiracy theorists are not looking like conspiracy theorists anymore. <laughs> you know? Yeah, man. Lately, anyways. A conspiracy is only a conspiracy until it's proven right. And a lot of them yeah. have been proven right. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I think this this really puts a damper on like the quote unquote red pill movement and um the, all the left leaning people who are against Andrew Tate are like super happy that this is happening. Which again, if he's guilty, he's guilty, right? He needs to he needs to atone for his crimes. But um, like you were saying earlier, so a lot of his messages were were positive, right? Whether or not he was freaking actually doing that. In real life, who knows? But you know, him saying that there's traditional male values, there's traditional female values. You need to hold yourself accountable for certain things. Um, you know, I I I believe in that wholeheartedly. Mhm. Yeah. No. And it sucks because just like I said, um, you know him. Him basically being proven guilty of rape is going to make me dislike him 100%, even though he was doing good in all these other aspects. Um, Society-wise, everything he talked about is going to be bullshit now to people if he's convicted of this. Because, oh, I ain't listening to what a fucking rapist says or or whatever, you know? even though they're all they're all good values, like you said, and they're all true, I think um, it, it's just going to go out the window. It's going to have no meaning behind it. It's not going to matter anymore. Like you said, it's it's a huge setback for the red pill movement or whatever. Yeah, and I don't even like that whole red pill movement, or I don't like the male aspect of it. Like a lot of the, you know. Like a lot of the, the the influencers, quote unquote, on that side are are taking it. In my opinion, they're misconstruing it for their own um, gains. You know, basically, men are mon- are supposed to be having all kinds of sexual partners, and and we can have disrespect women, and that's how it is. And you, because I have money, I can do this. It's kind of what it, it the red pill movement turned into. Yeah. You know, which I don't agree with at all. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, that's not right. You know, like, what I, yeah, but I will say, um, I don't think it's right, but they're kind of right because these women allow it. They, uh, sure. They, they have other options out there. There's plenty of men that will treat them right. Um, but they want they want the popularity, they want the money, so they give a you know they take the disrespect and the lack of loyalty. Mm-hmm. So no, yeah, that, no, I mean that that does happen. You know, that that does work in that environment. If you're Andrew Tate or if you're whoever, name a celebrity with that kind of money, of course. But what I'm saying is like it creates this false mindset in young men that have no money yeah. you know that don't are, are not of that status don't have any kind of status and they start womanizing 
and they start thinking, oh, well, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? I can do it because I'm a man. Like, no, you have to be a high-value man. <laughs> you have to be an alpha male. Too. You have to be a sigma male. That's even above alpha. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, but, did, but I do agree with some aspects of it to where, you know, the, the, the saying that says, nice guys finish last, to me, that's very true, right? Yep. We've all seen it. We can probably experience it ourselves where, you know, you're nice. You, you're nothing but respectful. You're nothing but, you know, helpful to a person of interest that, you know, that, that you like and that you want to date. But she goes and turns around and, you know, dates or gives up to, to a person that's an asshole who just doesn't respect her or whatever. Right? So then, like, that happens all the time. So now I think what the message is, we need to tell the young men to have some respect for yourself. You know, and don't let guard your heart and don't let yourself get played in that situation because it's gonna happen. You know what I mean? If you're if you're not saying don't respect women, but respect yourself more. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Don't you gotta put yourself first still, but you can do it without being an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't be a simp, basically. Mm-hmm. Don't go out there. Embarrass yourself and push her away. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And then fine. You know, I, <laughs> I had uh, my wife's friends. Not friends. They're not even her friends, but uh, friends of a friend of a friend, basically acquaintances, I guess, were were basically saying, "Oh, you know, where are the good men at? Can't find no good men out here. We're just waiting for some good men to wife us up. Yada yada yada, kind of stuff. You know." And every other every other picture or every other post they have is them in the club. Like yeah, they're, they're not there. They're not there. They're not. You're not gonna find a good man at the club. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna find a good man maybe at work, at church, you know, at a um, recreational sport league, you know, something like that. Like that's where you're gonna find good people, not in the damn club in your DMs. Like you know what I'm saying? You're not going to find, and the same goes for the man. You're not going to find a wife in the club either. You know what I mean? Yeah. It might work out for us. Hello? Go ahead. I said go to Target, yo. (laughs) For real. Go to Target, go to the library, if those even exist still. You know what I'm saying? Go to, go to a church, go to some type of charity event. That's where good people are going to be at. Don't complain about good men when you're looking in all the wrong places. Yeah. Or good women and you're looking in all the wrong places. And then you have to be... You have to be good yourself. You know what I mean? You have to evaluate your own value okay, I'm a five, let me get a five. Not, I'm a five, let me get a ten. Shit don't work like that. Yeah. Hey, you, you got to bring something to the table. You might be able to uh, grab someone's attention for a little while, but if you're lazy, you don't do anything, you don't put in any effort, uh, they're not going to stick around very long. So... You, it's not just physical value, you know. Mm-hmm. And 
another thing is you're always going to have to compromise. You're going to have to figure out what you're okay with dealing with. 100%. No one's going to fit your personality exactly. Yeah. I I used to know this person, and uh, they would always say, I am who I am. If you don't like it, they don't fuck with me. I'm like... (laughs) That's a, the shittiest attitude ever. You're an asshole. You're you're a selfish fucking asshole if you have that mindset of like I am who I am. If you don't like it, you can go away. Like no, you need to to have compromises to fit in with other people, to fit in with society, to fit in with your significant other if you want a meaningful relationship. Now, that doesn't mean you can't be yourself. You can't have your own personality. Of course you can, but that that means like, you know, if 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 you like hot dogs and your and your significant other wants a hamburger, you don't have to fight them all the goddamn day. Versus, I want a hot dog. If you don't fucking like, you know what I mean? Like we don't want everything to be a fight, you know? Like yeah, I don't know. That's that's I I really hate that mentality of like deal with it, and then they and then they wonder why. People don't want to deal with them. Yeah, why they're always, why they're always fighting? Because that—that's disrespect. Yeah. Most people are. Well, it's because most people are showing some compromise. There's, I'm sure there's plenty of things that person is doing that is for you only. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're only doing this because they're trying to appease you. They they want to show interests and things you like whatever it may be and now when it's time to do something they want to do you want to have that same that type of attitude yeah that you were just talking about that's disrespect in my opinion yeah for sure it's all about compromise and again you gotta it's it's people say 50 50 like no it's a hundred and a hundred you both have to put a hundred percent into the relationship and that's with any relationship. That's a friendship. That's a you know boss supervisor. That's a you know coworkers. That's obviously uh, marriage. Like you have to put in the work and you have to make things work. You can't just be rigid and and push people away and then get mad when people go away. You know. Yeah. That's the shit I don't. They don't conform. Mm-hmm. Like, um, on our first, uh, first anniversary, we were one mirror, one mirror, god damn, one year, <laughs> one year into our marriage, and, um, we started talking and stuff, like, oh, you know, what are our goals moving forward, and, and we started growing into, like, what, you know, what can I do to improve, like, what are some things that get on your nerves that I do, you know, give me five things that you hate, and give me ten things that you love. Right, we we made a list. Her list was a lot longer than mine, but <laughs> but uh, um, no, we did that, and we 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 came into it of of like, okay, first of all, we have our loves, our likes are bigger than our and our than our hates and and dislikes. You know what I mean? Just for so we're not sitting there being petty, you know. Yeah. But that's how we came to compromise. That's how we came to understand like. 
hey, I don't like it when you chew your food hella loud. Or, you know what I mean? Whatever. Some, something simple. Um, but then, that, you know, we're, we're five years in now. You know what I mean? So, you got to talk. You yeah, got to so, compromise. So, you, do you try to... You try to consider that list when you're doing something? Is that what you're getting at? Yeah. Yeah. Just consider what your partner dislikes um, and try to get better at it. And then, of course, if this is like a, a personality trait of yours that it's hard for you to change, then, of course, you want to talk about it. Like, I'm... I'm I'm a very go with the go with the flow type of person, and sometimes that can get frustrating when, especially when we have uh, deadlines and time frames we have to make or like specific places we have to be, and that frustrates my wife. Uh, you know, like I'll I'll get we'll get in the car and I'll start driving halfway down the street. I'm like, where are we going? You know what I mean? And that's that pisses her off, and I get it. I understand. You know, that's that's my personality flaw. So. You know, so I got to slow down and say, okay, before we get in the car, let's figure out where we're going, what's the plan, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Like, yeah. some things you may not even realize you're doing, but it's fucking annoying to the other person, or it's just frustrating, or whatever, you know? It's yeah, and I want to I wanna comment on something. I, I'm kind of the same way as you. Like, I, nothing... I, I have like no sense of urgency anymore. <laughs> I guess you can call it. Yeah. Nothing really strikes me as urgent anymore. Like I, whatever needs to be done, we're gonna handle it. We're gonna move on. That's how you know. That's just how I am. And uh, you know, I've had partners um, that are the opposite. Everything is fucking an emergency. Yeah, that's terrible. And, uh, and that shit pisses me off. And then me having no sense of urgency pisses them off. And so we're sitting there, <laughs> we're fighting about each other's personality instead of stepping back. Yeah. You know, if one person decides to step back and come up with a plan to prevent that, or you first you got to notice it, right? Yep. I, I didn't notice it. I just thought, you know, you're the fucking problem because it's not a big deal and you're making it a big deal. Um, but it's just a big deal to them, and, and really, it's that's no big deal. <laughs> um, yeah. But you you got to realize there's there's an issue there that will always be an issue if you don't come up with a plan to avoid it. Yeah. Right. You, you might not be able to change your personality, but you can avoid the conflict that comes with yeah having different personalities. Yeah. That. That moment could have been a 30-minute, could have been an hour, quote-unquote, conflict of you guys talking it out versus now you're arguing about each other's personality turns to three hours. You know what I mean? Like, you still might have conflicts. Every, not, not everybody's going to mesh 100%, but now you can at least get through those conflicts a little bit quicker. You know? Yeah, and you're not building resentment. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> One thing my wife does that, like, irks me. Is like when she, for some goddamn reason, she has like supersonic hearing and supersonic smelling and shit, right? So, the middle of the damn night, she'd be like, babe, you hear that? You hear that? 
I'm like, what? That. You hear it? And then she'll like fucking look off into the distance and just like, you know how when you're trying to hear something? Kind of, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Tell me. And she's like, oh, oh, it's nothing. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I'm like, dude. Because as the man of the house, right? I I'm in fight. I'm in fight mode. I need to know what what the fuck direction. Yeah. Do how do I need to react? Yeah. Exactly. Right and it's like sometimes she'll give me like this. She'll freak out on like a bug. She'll like you know she'll see a little roach or something and I can't see and she's like oh, oh what is oh and she's freaking out. I'm like what? You know what I mean? I'm like what is going on? You need to tell me so I can act accordingly if i don't know what's going on we both could die you know what i'm saying yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah that's a conversation we had and it's you know it's gotten better but you know it, now i realize now you know we've been we've been married so long that i know when she's in a legitimate panic of a danger or if she sees a damn bug you know what i'm saying yeah but yeah that that used to fucking irk the shit out of me listen or I'm trying to like figure something out she's like what 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 is it what what is it what what I'm like I can't fucking hear it now <laughs> I don't know god damn it it's funny like the the person that can bring in the most peace is also the person that can bring in the most anger Funny how that works. Yeah. 
Yeah. So there was this this person we know we both know. I'm not gonna we'll just say it like that. She was super um uh how do I say it? like panicky. Every fucking thing was a huge deal. Like all the time to her. And like one time so we we have a grill, it's a propane grill. And then like I guess they were lighting it or something happened to where the connection of the grill caught on fire where the propane tank goes to the hose. That part was on fire. Uh-huh. So they 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 both we my brother and I weren't home. So they both were at home kind of freaking out about it. They call us. Oh, the tank is on fire. Oh, what do we do? Right? And we're like, get the fire extinguisher and put it out. You know? Where you guys at? Hurry up. Come back. Come back. And we're like, what the fuck are we going to do? We're 20 minutes away. Like, there's, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no... There's, you guys had to handle this shit. Put that shit out. So they put the fire... They use the fire extinguisher and put it out. We're like, all right, is the fire off? Yeah, okay. Turn the, turn the propane tank off. Leave it alone. We'll be home in 10 minutes. You know, five minutes later, where you guys at? Where you guys at? What you got? And it's like, what the fuck? It's over. It's over already. What are you panicking for? Right? Yeah. And we get there, and they're like, not they. My wife is cool. She did. She was not involved in this. She was like, should we call the fire department? And what the fuck for? There ain't no fire. Oh well, because we use a fire extinguisher. Aren't you supposed to call them to like? So they can refill the fire extinguisher. <laughs> like, I don't think that was, that's how it works, you know. But point being is like she was fucking panicking over nothing, and we were like, and then, and then she even made the, the comment of like, shit, if it was a robber here, we'd be dead. No shit, bitch, because we weren't there. What the fuck are we supposed to do? Instant transmission, fucking Goku style. You know what I'm saying? So she didn't think to. Look at herself like, damn, I need to I need to fucking do something about my mindset at the very least, right? Mm-hmm. But instead, like, damn, you guys are so slow, I almost died. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, That's come on, And that goes right back to, like, the red pill stuff. There's a, there's a, these modern women expect you to be their savior in every aspect of traditional masculine man. You're supposed to rush home save the day but she's not a traditional woman because she didn't cook she didn't clean she didn't do anything that a woman a traditional woman is supposed to do that that warrants a traditional man you know what i mean yeah and then even yeah. in this, even in this situation instead of looking like you said looking at herself like oh man i kind of made a big deal out of nothing it became these guys don't care about us yeah like, what the fuck the car can only go so fast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, when I when I was younger and dumber, I guess, uh, I used to, because I experienced this firsthand for six years or something, I used to be like, and this is a very fucked up and short way of putting that, I used to say, you want to be treated like a fucking princess, but you act like a hoe, you know? True. It's like, uh, you, yeah, you, you got to have some value, too. Yep. You got, you got to bring something to the table, and you can't just expect 
you know, to be taken care of your whole life for nothing. For nothing, yeah. You can expect to be taken care of if you have something to offer. You know? Yeah. But if you don't have shit to offer, then you're not going to get shit back. Man yeah. or woman, you know what I mean? And and to be to be clear, when I said bitch earlier, this person is a bitch. I don't mean women are bitches. I mean this person is a bitch. So you know what I'm saying? You can <laughs> don't come at me with misogynist, whatever the fuck. This person was a bitch, and I, and and to me, bitch is unisex. Yeah, it's gender right. neutral. So if you put a gender on the word bitch, that means you're a bigot, not me. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you're a misogynist. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But anyway, yeah, like, like you, you want to be treated like a princess, but you act like a hoe. That's more, that's such a true fucking statement because that's a lot of modern women in this day and age, and that's you know they 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 don't act. They want a traditional man, but they're not a traditional woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it doesn't work that way. Well, they're trying to make it work that way. But it, like I seen this one, this one uh, interview where this guy's asking a couple, like, "Hey, would you be mad if your boyfriend liked uh like a bikini pic, like somebody's in a bikini pic and he liked the picture on Instagram?" She's like, "Yeah, of course, I'll be be mad. That's like you know, he's cheating on me, kinda." And they go, yeah. they go, "Okay, well, do you post bikini pics on Instagram?" She's like, "Yeah." And he goes, well, well, is it fair to say that you're kind of cheating on him by showing yourself to the world? No, well, it's not about, I'm not trying to get attention. It makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, what makes you feel good? The attention from men. That's why you put half-naked pictures online when you, ha- when you have a boyfriend or husband. You know what I mean? That's not right. But you want to turn around and say he should have eyes for you only. But your body is not for him only. Yep. How does that work? Uh, you know? Yeah, it was uh, disrespectful. He's like, you think it's disrespectful for your man to like another girl's bikini pictures? And then she's like, yeah. And he's like, well, do you post bikini pictures? And she's like, that's not the same. That's yeah, not right. Exactly. It's for me. Like, well, then why are you showing it to everybody if it's for you? Take the picture and show it to yourself. Yeah. Keep it in your camera roll. If you're posting it somewhere, it's not for you. You're doing it for attention. Yep. Attention might make you feel better, but, you know. Yeah, and there's, there's, and I'm not saying women should have a, you know, should be wearing freaking, not showing their body or, you know, should be controlled by their man or anything like that. But um, there's there's a, there's a respect level. If you're married or if you have a, a significant other, you shouldn't want to get that kind of attention from the opposite sex. I agree. You know, like, you know, I, I unless we're at the dang water, at the pool or whatever, and, and um, if it's hot outside or if, like, you know, I'm sitting at home and I'm shirtless or something. And her friends come over or whatever. I'm gonna put a shirt on. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's common respect, and obviously expect the same from her if the opposite happens. Like, but there's there seems to be a, a 
a disrespect and like a, a double standard when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yep. Like, go ahead. It's funny because they're like saying, you know, we're not equal to men, but they're reaching for more constantly. Yeah. say if you don't like what I say one of us might pop off and and that's how dominance is kind of established you know what I mean but yeah. like between men but like a man and a woman there's not that same dynamic and women take advantage of that because they know nine times out of ten a man is not going to harm them physically you know like a significant other or something it's not going to hit them yeah. or whatever so they take advantage of that and they you know hurt you emotionally to like you know quote-unquote gender roles and, and things like that like expectations of a relationship like um my wife and i we don't sit here and, and talk about i'm the man you're the woman i do this you do that it just happens because in my opinion gender roles are natural you know so for example anytime there's is any type of threat of violence any type of emergency any type of danger involved i take the lead right because yep. because i'm the man and i take the lead I, I do what i gotta do or figure out the situation whether you know we get in a car accident i'm the one to okay get their get their information or you know what i mean shit like that um and in that situation she knows to fall back and trust my judgment trust my lead you know um and that's what makes our, our dynamic work in that type of situation but 
again, in the, in the modern day, a lot of women are not, they want their man to be masculine and to take the lead, but they're not trusting their lead. They're, they're second guessing them. They're, are you sure? No, I don't think, you know, they, they're trying to be masculine in that situation where they should be falling back and trusting their man. And if you're in a relationship with a man you don't trust, that's your fault. You need to break up and find somebody who is alpha, you know what I mean? Uh, and can, can handle himself in those situations. So, like, that's, like, a, a, a gender role that's naturally playing out in our relationship that we don't even talk about, that we didn't even plan. You know what I mean? Um, and if you find somebody that's masculine, a, a masculine woman who doesn't allow you to be a man, that's when things pro happen. Or if you if you find a feminine man who doesn't allow you to be a woman, that's when thing problems happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. I've, I've experienced it. I've, I've had uh, women try not to let me be a man or take advantage of knowing it's not going to get physical or violent. Um, shit, shit's frustrating, you know? Yeah. It's super frustrating. I've seen, I've heard a thing say that um, men are the head, but women are the neck. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, we can't function without you. And, we, and you can't function without us. It's, at least that's how it's supposed to be, in my opinion. I'm not trying to say that men needs to be, we're not superior in one way or the other. It's like, again, like, let's say we have kids and our baby starts crying, right? Not me and you, me and my wife. Let's say we have kids. <laughs> you know, and, and, I would say, man, we could knock this parenting shit out. For real. I mean, <laughs> 2023 anybody can get pregnant yeah but uh but in it when we get pregnant i mean when we have kids the kid the kid is gonna naturally gravitate gravitate towards his mom or her mom naturally because she carried him for nine months she breastfed him she was there most of the time so like the kid is gonna have a natural uh um attraction to them to the mom that's a gender role. That just happens naturally. But if if somebody were to kidnap the kid, the man is going to be the one to chase them down and get the kid back. You know what I mean? Like the, these are these are things that are happening naturally that people want to try to like ignore when it comes to when it comes to like gender roles and, and stuff like that. This is simply men are better at certain things and women are better at certain things. That doesn't make one superior over the other. You know, yeah. and, and it doesn't even have to go to the extreme. You know, um, that the man's gonna fix stuff around the house. The man's gonna discipline the child mm -hmm. nine out of ten times. That the man's gonna bring home the money. He's gonna bring home the food. Uh, the wife's gonna fix it. It's just you, your team, and you're better at certain things depending on your gender. Typically, you know. And uh, you, it, it creates problems when you go against that. Yeah. Nine out of ten times. You know, I, I haven't seen every situation. I haven't seen every relationship. I'm sure there's people that make stuff work otherwise. But everything I've seen, it has been these problems we talked about. Mm -hmm. So. 
there's a masculine and there's a feminine. Now, some men are more feminine than others, and some women are more masculine than others. But in a relationship, there needs to be a balance between the two energies. Doesn't matter where it's you know where it's coming from. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. But there yeah. needs to be a balance between between those two energies, and it could have it could work where the woman is the is the masculine one who's who's making the decisions and whatever, and the man is a stay at home dad or whatever. That 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 works too, you know. <clears throat> but yeah. there's a balance between the masculine and the and the feminine. They both can't be masculine, and they both can't be feminine. You know what I mean? seeking when you're in a relationship you're seeking something from someone mm-hmm. and it's it's either it's the root of it is masculinity or feminism and now you're both seeking it you know so you're butting heads yeah yeah like you know <clears throat> if we have any female listeners which i don't think we do the analytics i think we're 100 percent male but <laughs> but um Think, just think about it. If you have a man who's a bumbling idiot who can't figure out his, you know, his fucking hand from his foot, he doesn't know anything, he doesn't know how to change a tire, he doesn't know how to assert himself, he freaks out at the sight of a cockroach. Like that's not a man that you want to 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 father your children. You know what I'm saying? Like, if there's simple things that certain people they may you may or may not call it masculine or feminine or whatever whatever label you want to put on it, but there's certain traits in a man that women find attractive. Um, and one of them is being able, being competent, right? Being competent. And there's there's times where I'm incompetent in a certain situation. And my wife tells me like, hey, like that, that shit, I didn't like that, you know? <laughs> and uh, and I'm like, fuck, I, I got to do better as a man. And I, you know, figure it out. You know what I mean? And, and there's certain situations where, same thing. I tell her, like, hey, I didn't like that. That was very, you know, I felt like that was disrespectful to me as a man or whatever, you know, as a person. And she fixes it and we work on it together. Like, you know, as a man, I don't want my, my wife to be ultra masculine and fighting me all the time and arguing with me and trying to second guess my decisions on on things that I, I know about just because she wants to argue. You know what I mean? Like, those are the type of things that, that, I look for, you know? Yeah. Uh, and what you just said uh, reminded me of something I seen the other day. And I noticed I did it. Like, when you have an argument, you're trying to articulate how you feel. Most people say, I feel that you disrespected me by doing this or you are disrespectful. And uh, there was someone, I don't know who the fuck he was, a life coach, a marriage counselor, whatever. He was saying, you just need to express your feeling. And if they care, you guys will dive deeper into it. But, you know, saying, say, instead of saying, I feel that you are disrespectful as a person, say, I feel disrespected mm. in this situation. It, it's not so much pointing the finger at the person, but pointing the finger at the problem is what you're trying to do. And and I noticed I've done that. Like, you know, more or less, like, you're being a cunt. Like, hey, <laughs> I, I, I don't like how I feel right now. Yeah. You know, yeah. what I should have said. 
And uh, I, I feel like that leads to huge problems. Communication is the biggest thing. I feel like most people experience the same problems in most relationships. It's the communication is what makes it last, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. And, yeah. and compromise, you know, if someone doesn't compromise, you can't, you can't work with that person. Yeah. Unless you're just some type of yes man or, or slave or something, you know? Yeah. You don't have a but, backbone. Yeah. But yeah, you know, like, like in the beginning of our, our relationship, there's certain things where, again, I would, I would not know how to do something or I'd be incompetent in whatever. And she would let me know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, um, and that would trigger me because as you, you know, as you know, I grew up in a, uh, in a not very loving environment and, you know, being called negative, negative reinforcement was a, was a factor. And that really trigger it makes me feel insecure when I don't feel like I know what I'm doing. Right. So then even, yeah. so then when my wife makes me feel that way, somebody who I love and respect, it feels even fucking worse. Right. And then what that, yep. what that turns into is aggression because again as a man we talked about earlier what do we how do we express our feelings it becomes it comes out as aggression or as hostility and that puts her off right it makes her feel like what the hell you know um so then i had to sit back and think like okay like you were saying like it was not her fault it's my i mean she had a hand in it but it's my um reaction based off of my childhood trauma so then I had to explain to her, like, this is what, why I react this way because X, Y, and Z, you know what I mean? So then we, we, we kind of move past that, move forward and, and can, um, can solve those kind of situations a lot quicker, a lot easier than us, you know, butting heads all the time. Yeah. I, I have a real problem with that too. Um, it, it, when you're telling me I'm doing something wrong, especially when it comes from a loved one like that, mm -hmm. it feels so disrespectful for some reason. Like, yeah, I cannot, you know, I can, but I do not want to take that criticism. You know, yeah. It, yeah. it's so weird. It feels crazy disrespectful. Yeah, it's like I'm fucking trying. <laughs> you know, but oh, uh, it, it, you know, it, it feels like. I'm getting backstabbed. It's it's crazy. Yeah, but then it, it, it builds resentment, like I was yeah. talking about, and then yeah. and then I say something foul, and then yeah, yeah. But again, yeah. I think that comes from how we were raised, how we we had you know negative reinforcement of you fucking idiot, you know what I mean, shit like that, and that makes you feel insecure, and then when you when you're yeah. in a when you're in what you feel like is supposed to be secure. Aka your your significant other, and they make you feel like that. That fucking hurts so bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But then you know we just have to realize our own traumas and be like, okay, it does suck, but it's not as bad as I'm feeling. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I think most of the most of the people I've been in a relationship with have that same problem. Right. You know, one one of us tries to point out something that they're doing that we don't one of us doesn't like and uh it's it triggers some type of insecurity and uh 
an aggressive reaction and then it's a fucking fight, you know? Yep. It, something simple turns into, uh, you know, an end-date argument. Yeah. I don't know how the hell we went from a show on Special Forces to, <laughs> to fucking relationship oh. advice, but... uh. Yeah, this is inter- entertainment purposes only. We're not giving advice. Um, yeah, we don't. We're don't, sharing our insights. Don't sue us. <laughs> but go, go I watch. Got on my wedding day. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, someone, someone taking us to court. Oh. I took their advice and I got divorced on my wedding day. <laughs> I told her she makes me feel insecure, and as a man, I get to punch her because we have aggression. <laughs> I heard that on a podcast somewhere. <laughs> That's not what we said. No, beat the dead horse, not your wife. <laughs> exactly. Hundred percent. But all right, man. I gotta. We'll end it on that. Thank you for listening to another episode of Beating a Dead Horse. Please like, comment, and share. See you on the next one.